What is up? What is up, Beer and Bullshit fans? Thank you for tuning back in to the show. If you guys are new to our show, be sure to go to beerandbullshit.com. You can check out latest episodes. Uh, you can find our social media. Eventually, we'll have a gallery and merch as well. And just a really quick announcement. We'll be uh, changing the show's name just slightly. It'll be Brew and Bullshit. So you can find everything on brewandbullshit.com. Uh, also, our Instagram will be Brew and Bullshit, so on and so forth. Uh, these changes will occur on October 1st. So we just wanted to give that announcement and let everyone know and keep everyone updated. This episode is brought to you by Wes's Lawn Care and Tree Removal. Uh, Wes offers mowing, weed eating, tree removal with equipment. However, client chooses he can cut and leave or he can cut and clean at a neighborly price. And he won't scam you like the rest of these fools out here. Uh, they'll definitely do you right. So be sure to check out West Lawn Care and Tree Removal on Facebook. In this episode, I had my good friend, uh, Kaylee. We, I call her KK. Um, I'm pretty sure a lot of people call her KK. Uh, Kaylee is a yoga instructor, uh, just all around free spirit, entrepreneur. Uh, we call her Wanderlust from time to time as well. Uh, traveler. Uh, just like a really good person, you know, and she, she got really deep in this episode, went into some really dark places just to sort of, uh, you know, give you guys her all and her life, her life story. It's a really, really inspiring story. And I think you guys will really enjoy this one. So let me know. Cheers. Just go at it. What smoothie did you get? Uh, I got the, uh, what was this? I told the guy I needed to wake up. He said it's straight caffeine. Um, <laughs> yeah, he said it was straight caffeine and it's like a strawberry. It's just a, a strawberry mango smoothie. I forgot which one it was, though. Yeah, uh, it's one good. of the, the pick me up joints. Yeah, they're all good. <laughs> What's all in the uh, the gladiator? Um, There is dates, I think bananas, peanut butter. I don't know. There's a lot. Blueberries. There's a lot of shit. Spinach, huh? maybe. <laughs> yeah. Sounds good. There's a lot. I'm going to have to try that. I had the, uh, I tried the Nutty Vegan, and that one was Ooh, the Nutty good. Super Grain? Yeah. Mm. Did they change the name? Yeah. Was it, was it ever It's the... a vegan one, oh, but it's called okay. Nutty Super Grain. Okay, That's okay. a good one. Ah, okay. Yeah. I think that's they have the one a whole vegan menu. Yeah. yeah. Kaylee, what's up? Hi, good morning. Thank <laughs> yeah. you for my uh, Smoothie King. No problem, no problem at all. You got me up early. Yeah, I'm, not a, I'm not a morning person. I, my alarm goes <laughs> off at 5.50. What? Yeah. You're up, so you I'm get up. I'm up at 5.50. What's your, walk me through your morning routine. So, currently, I wake up at 5.50. Um, my stepdaughter is in kindergarten. Oh, yeah, so oh, okay. life has changed for KK. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, domestic yeah. role a little bit, huh? Yes, um, dramatic change. We wake up at 5.50, kind of get her up, get dressed, and bring her to school. Uh, My boyfriend goes to Lamar, so he, nice. he'll he come back home and take a shower and then leave. Yeah. Then I will make some breakfast, smoothie yeah. make sure i drink my water and then just depending on how i feel for the day i really try to tune in and if what i need so yeah. if i need a stretch for an hour that's what i do nice um maybe it's just breathing for five minutes yeah. if something's heavy or if, if something just happened or 
just depending on um, the day. I'm really struggling right now because I'm. It's a battle with the phone. Oh, I'm yeah. really trying not to look at my phone so much in the morning because it it really sets your day. Yeah. And I'm starting to realize that more and more. But I never, um, I've never like taken you for someone that was like addicted to like a phone. Like you, oh, it seemed like you know even back then, you know, we were all under the same roof. You, you would put your phone away at a certain yeah. hour. You know what I'm saying? Like, so you feel like you have like a. Uh, like an attachment, if you will. Yeah, a little bit. And there's yeah. times where it's, um, I don't deactivate it, but I'll delete Instagram and Facebook yeah. for a couple weeks at a time. And it'll just kind of reset me. Yeah. Um, because I, I fall into this place where I'm constantly um, comparing right, lives. Right, right, right. For sure. And I'll be 30 in November. And yeah. I'm, it's not a bad thing, but I'm not where I thought I would be. For sure. Sure. And just comparing lives is not a good thing. And no. it, you start to, you know, regret a lot of things and yeah. look at people a different way. And I just don't like that. Yeah. I just don't like that. So November, uh, November what? 10th. November Scorpio. 10th. November 16th. Yeah. A little crazy. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> just a little. Yeah. A little crazy. Yeah, um, for sure. But no, uh, just going, touching back on, you know, what you were just mentioning. Um, yeah. Like the comparison thing. It's uh, it's scary because, you know, we both have stepdaughters now, her kids, and I feel like my kids do that as well. Or my 10 year old, you know, she'll be scrolling through Instagram or TikTok or whatever it is, looking at all these beautiful girls, but they have filters on. Yeah. You know or what I'm face saying? Tune or yeah. it took them probably an hour to upload that picture. For sure. For sure. Yeah. yeah and there's a uh, like on one of Joe Rogan's episodes, like he his uh, little girl took a picture of him. And it was just like a, a picture of him like making a funny face. She turned him into like a model. Like oh, a, wow. Yeah, like an Instagram model, you know, just with filters. So it's just crazy, you know, that nowadays like little girls are seeing this shit and they're, you know, they're looking in the mirror and they're like, fuck, I don't look like that. Like, how can I look like this? You know, and, you know, at school, whether it's bullying or, you know, shaming, they're dealing with a lot of things. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's uh, it's sad. I watched a uh, documentary on Netflix the other day talking about the percentage and how it's gone up with girls, teen girls. And yeah. um, what was the uh, what was the name of it? Um, was it the social dilemma? Yep, the social dilemma. Yeah, Have you watched it. Yeah, with a uh, everyone Tristan. needs to watch it for sure. I watched it immediately after watching it. I texted my girlfriend. I said, "Baby, we have to start putting our phones away, turning notifications off. Um, even if we do like a little hour fast a day." Or I don't know how long a fast consists of, how many hours it consists of. But even if we can put it away for like an hour per day, it'd be great. Because it's these things are so unhealthy, you know, for us. We're just attached. And it's not necessarily the Internet. It's social media, you know. You know, I get that's a part of the Internet or an extension of it. But that's what we're attached to. Like you said, comparing yourself to other people's lives that don't fucking live like that every day. That's a highlight of their life. Yeah. You know. And I liked how it uh, touched base on there's so many people out there that don't give a shit about our lives and they're controlling us yeah. from afar and yeah. we don't even know it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're just sure. going about our lives with the phone and they're just sitting there laughing and making money. Oh, for sure. So for sure. We're controlling us and we're yeah. not consciously knowing it. We're just yeah. going through the motions. Exactly. So. And we sort of touched on that yesterday. Um you know, like you'll, we'll start something like this or you, know, you, you with your yoga or anything like that. And we want support. Um, but people will go and watch a fucking cat video, you know, before supporting, you know, someone that actually cares about you. 
the people that are making all these, you know, super superstar videos or whatever it is, they don't care about you. You know what I'm saying? Like, so support someone that does, you know? I actually, um, about a month ago, I had a little cleanse on my Instagram. I deleted probably about 400 pictures. Damn. And (laughs) if you look on my Instagram, almost every picture that you click on, it has a big paragraph and I had something really important to say. Nice. It's not... I used to just upload something and just yeah, just put you like know, a little catchy, catchy. Yeah, if you go caption. and look on people's Instagrams, they're really not going to upload the hard shit no. or the bad shit or the bad days that they have. No, it's never. all filtered and yeah. it can make it seem like no one has bad days. Yeah. So I kind of wanted to drop that and because I do have bad days. Yeah, every, I'm, I'm a positive does. person, but yeah. people go through things, and I always try to remember that. Yeah. You know, if you just go into the gas station. If someone has an attitude with you, yeah. just have that patience. And yoga has really helped me with that. Just kind of breathe and realize that maybe they're going through something really For horrible sure. or yeah. they don't know how to deal with it. So it's being portrayed towards you and someone else. So. Yeah. And I think about that all the time, like uh, just like that, you know, perfect example. And you run into someone at a gas station or uh, Starbucks, wherever it's at, they're having a bad day. We don't know what happened before they got to work, you know, or how their living situation whatever it is. And then I also always try to like tell myself, like in the back of my mind, uh, it'll get better, you know, eventually, you know what I'm saying? Whether you're having a bad day uh, for everyone, a bad year, you know what I'm saying? But you have to, (laughs) bad two years. Yeah. (laughs) You have to remember like, uh, the universe is going to work itself out and everything will always be okay. You know what I'm saying? Like if you're a good person or you feel like you're a good person, you're living like a decent life. Everything's going to be fine. You know, and everyone has their own journey. Yeah. No one's is the same. And yeah, everyone's different. So. Yeah. So how long have you been back in Southeast Texas? Um, probably about two months. Oh, okay. Not long. Not long oh, at all. Okay. Yeah. I'll be here till a little bit next year. Yeah. Um, my boyfriend graduates in May. So the plan is to move back to Fort Collins, Colorado. I um I was teaching yoga there for the city, so oh, and then nice. COVID COVID came about and we were doing uh, yoga from home. Yeah. So right now I'm uh, streaming yoga classes for them at home. Oh, how is that? It's nice. Yeah, it's different. It's different. It's different. <laughs> yeah. Um, way different, but hey, if I'm still helping someone and you know, yeah, it's important to have that consistency in a schedule, and yeah. so I'm sure that's good for people to get back into that so yeah for sure how did you guys meet i, I know he goes to lamar but you, did you guys run into each other at a coffee shop or something um, or? no <laughs> um he is next door neighbors to one of my friends oh okay. and he moved here about three years ago really? i've known of him but never really talked or right. met him right so um so yeah we we hung out one day. They went and bought a bus yeah. to convert it into a home. What? And we spent the whole day together, and it yeah. just kind of, it was just normal. Right, right. It just felt so. Everything felt right. Yeah. yeah. Um, I really wasn't looking yeah. for anyone. <laughs> I got a divorce about a year and a half ago, so yeah. I spent some time by myself, and uh, yeah, so things have shifted. Yeah. It's funny how life works, and he has a little girl. She's six, so. How is that? How is being a mother? I mean, you have like that motherly I know, spirit or vibe. You know what I'm I saying? I love kids. Yeah. I feel like I was the born for this role yeah. <laughs> in a, a type of way. Um, and we'll touch base on that later. But um, 
you know, the person that I got a divorce with, we were together for 10 years. And yeah. let's just say we never tried to prevent having children. Mm. Um, we tried and things just didn't work out. So um, I'm not sure if that will happen in the future for me, but yeah. it's just funny how things work. So I've always wanted a little girl. So yeah. there, um, there, you, there you are. <laughs> yeah. And um, her mom is not she doesn't live here. Oh, She's not okay. really in the picture that much. Yeah. So it's, um, yeah, it's, it's good to kind of fun, step huh? in that role and help her, Yeah. you know, through some things. Yeah. She's not used to having that. So, um, she surround, she's been surrounded by, um, men cause she yeah. has her dad and then his brother lives with them also. So oh, okay. she's been, yeah. So she's fully protected. Yeah, no she's what. fully protected. Yeah, she that's, just needs that's some that's some good. woman love. For sure, so, for sure. So, so well, that's a, the balance. That's a perfect fit too, you know, because you wanted a little girl, and she's you know she's a little girl, so yeah. it's perfect, you know. Yeah, she's that's so nice. sweet. So Lover. did you find like a change in pace? Like you said, you were together, uh, you were with that person for ten years that you just got recently uh, divorced from. Was there a change in pace from him to like the new new there person? There was. I. I went through stages. I'm sure everyone does. For sure. Um, for sure. The mad, the sad, the yeah. hurt. And I I made a list after that. Yeah. And a list of what I wanted and what I didn't want. And I wasn't going to settle for anything less than that. And it's because I know I deserve it. Right. It, you know, I've done some really bad things in my life in my past, but that doesn't define me. Exactly. And yeah, people can exactly. change if they want to. So this was my time to kind of focus on me. Yeah. And just ask myself some deep questions and what I wanted and right. what I didn't want. Yeah. And I didn't want to waste anyone else's time. Yeah. You know, in my time. So and having a little girl, you know, stepping into that, it's it's her feelings too. For sure. For you sure. know, it's not just me and him. So yeah. Um, it was kind of, it was a lot at first because yeah. I, I was like, cause I wasn't planning it or, you know, thinking about it. So, it, yeah. and I'm sure a lot of it happens that way. People aren't looking. Yeah. It's the sure. best part of it. And it was the same for me. Like a few, uh, me and my, uh, my girlfriend and I, we've been together for about three and a half years. Um, and you know, back then still, you know, I had just recently moved back from Houston back to the area. Uh, you get into like, you rekindle this flame with old friends and I don't know if you call them friends or, you know, what, but, you know, just always looking for like a good time. You know, we're not young anymore. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So I got into this uh, this uh, routine or this habit of just like always wanting to have a good time with these guys, you know, and uh, I take that back. I guess they, you know, they're decent people, but that was, you know, we're too old to be living like this. You know what I'm saying? But anyhow, uh, I, I ran into this girl that I knew from high school. Um, and you know, we started hanging out, we got together, uh, mind you, our youngest was like six months at the time. So I'm really all she knows right now. You know, she has a father, he's a, he's a good guy, but, uh, for her mom, like I'm all she knows, you know? And, um, I just got used to being like, you know, stepdad, they call me Coco. <laughs> Coco. Yeah. So, uh, I can definitely relate, you know, in a sense of it was a, it was a change of pace for me. Cause you go from. You just move back from a city that's super fast to a smaller, uh, pay, uh, 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 slower paced city. And, uh, you know, I went from going 100 miles an hour to 50 miles an hour, but always urging and looking for that 100 mile per hour mark, you know. So I hang out with these guys uh, and then I get into this relationship 
you know, it's a slower paced thing, but it's making me feel like I have a reason to wake up every day. You know, I feel more responsible now. I'm responsible for lives now. You know what I'm saying? So I can definitely uh, relate. The pace was different, but I enjoy it. I enjoy being a dad now. So that's awesome. We're pushing 30. So yeah, <laughs> it's getting there real quick. Yeah. I'm like, does this year count though? Do we just? Oh my God. Yeah. This year. <laughs> How do you feel about 2020 overall? Um, it's had it's up and downs for sure. Yeah, I, um, to say the least. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like with the COVID thing, I see just going out yeah i'm glad the mask thing is kind of leveling up a little bit right i don't know if it's like that where you where you're staying at yeah in mid county County, it's um so you know everyone in mid county that it's like everyone knows each other you know and they people that own these businesses it's like oh shit it's just Corey, come in you know and it's I, i guess it's favoritism in a sense but they treat everyone else like that as well but you know at times uh you know it's I don't know. It's like some days everyone's cool about the no mask thing. And then other days everyone's like, you got to wear a mask. You got to wear a mask. It kind of gives like, me a little anxiety. Me too. When I'm yeah. in the store and then I have to wear it. I don't know. I just <sighs> I feel like I need to breathe. I just start yeah. doing yoga in the aisle yeah, you know, or it's, something. Well, it's and... crazy because like we'll go to like Walmart or just a grocery store, H-E-B. And like I'll look around sometimes and I'm like, we're really here. Like we're, we're, we're having to wear a mask. And distance ourselves from each other. It's just crazy to think about, you know, like growing up in a church home, uh, you know, we would always, my mom would always tell me about the end times and things like this, you know, and, you know, now being here, it's like, holy fuck, like I'm living in that time. You know, I didn't think it happened in this lifetime. Yeah. You know? Oh, for sure. It's crazy. It's crazy, crazy. Um, I, my thing about it is though, too, is it's so mainstream right now that they're just pushing it on the news that people don't realize that yeah the numbers are big but yeah. the numbers are also big in heart disease exactly and cancer exactly and suicide exactly and a lot of other things that the numbers are actually higher yeah like so triple we're this not number. talking about sex trafficking we're not talking about yeah. any of that stuff and we are it's slowly getting there but it's not as mainstream as the covid For sure. situation and i i just feel like there it is something serious to worry about yeah. um my family actually had covid wow my, really I didn't, but my um, mom and dad and my sister did. Wow. We're actually on the news. Really? Um, yeah. I'm sure they're okay now, though, yeah, right? Yeah, they're good. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, like I said, that that kind of bothers me a little bit. How yeah. we're – it's just so – like, I feel like oh, the news is out. trying to scare people a lot <laughs> yeah. and just kind of – we're not talking about those things. For sure, for sure, um, definitely. And, uh, yeah, I feel like it's just one of those things that's like just – under a microscope, you know what I'm saying? Like you said, like heart disease, uh, cancer, a lot of other things are just so big in numbers, you know, like uh, I read some uh, statistic, it was something like there's like more deaths in car accidents, you know, than COVID or airplane crashes or something crazy like that, you know, Yeah. Um, than this. It's just like it's being displayed on a global scale, mainstream, you know, and we're seeing that number just go up every day. So, of course, it's going to scare the shit out of you, mm-hmm. you know, like. But yeah, it's uh, I think it'll all die down after uh, our birthdays. I hope <laughs> November, so. You know, after November third, the election, I think it'll. Yeah, I uh, think so. Disappear a little bit. Yeah. I'm hoping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So just going back, I guess you can just take me back a little bit uh, for, because uh, now the show is popping. <laughs> <laughs> it's doing okay it's so we popping. have <laughs> we have listeners from all over so for the people that don't know 
who KK is. Uh, just take me back a little bit, you know, okay. just your background. I, I'm i from Orange, Texas. Uh-huh. Um, and me and you went to high school together. For sure. Cypress. <laughs> yep, LCM, go Bears. <laughs> yes. We live in a, I say a small town, but there are a lot of people compared to other small towns that I've oh, been to. Yeah, this t- our small town is growing like yeah. crazy, you know, so yeah. for sure. For so... Sure. Um, but I started dance at a very young age, yeah. about three, um, I did everything and I was going through some trauma at the time. So now looking back the dance and I did competition dance teams and I was always busy Yeah, and that helped me through the trauma. Of course, I didn't know that then. Yeah. Um, but I, when I was young, I don't remember how old I was, might've been probably four or five, I had some sexual abuse from um, two family members. And that really, the dance and the singing and my background like that and acting and stuff really helped me through that. And at the time, like I said, I didn't know. Yeah. And that sexual abuse went on from four to five till I was about 16, 17. Oh, wow. And I... I didn't feel comfortable or safe enough to tell anyone in my family. I think maybe just because I felt guilt right. that maybe I was going to get them in trouble or, right, right, right. you know, there's all these different types of things that you, you feel. And um, like I said, the dancing and singing and you know me in high school, yeah. I was always in choir and I was in yeah. drill team. Do you feel like this was like so, just some sort of distraction or it outlet? Was. Okay. It was. And you know, when that was going on, it was happening all the time Mm. because my, everyone was working and, you know, no one, I guess, really thought that that would happen. So we were left alone a lot and it was just kind of a normal thing for me. It wasn't anything crazy. I just, I just went with it because it was just my normal. So, um, and there, so while that was happening, of course we had Christmas and, gatherings and stuff like that so and they would be there um and no one knew and so i had this this like hate in me for for a long time because i just like i said i didn't feel safe and that built up so much that i argued with my parents all the time and now looking back i i feel bad because i want to just give myself a hug right or my parents you know because i really put them through a lot i was a good kid but I just had a mouth on me and <laughs> really? it came out, yeah. you know, you seem so hate... innocent. Back yeah. then. <laughs> <laughs> I was to an extent, you know, I didn't, I didn't get into drugs. Yeah. I didn't really drink until after high school. Yeah. And that was, yeah, I didn't, I didn't do any of that, but that's how it came out was this hate. Mm-hmm. And I, like I said, I, I didn't know how to deal with it. So the dancing and the singing and stuff was, like you said, a distraction. Yeah. And that was my yoga back then. Oh, yeah, And I for didn't sure. even know it. Yeah. Um, so from then, I didn't get help because I didn't tell anyone. Yeah. And like I said, sex wasn't a big deal to me because yeah. it was just my normal. So right. So I you got introduced to it at a very young age. Yeah. Right. I didn't have, you know, the first person you have sex you like lose your virginity too i didn't i didn't have i didn't have that yeah and like i said it wasn't a big deal to me the sex Mm. thing so when i 
got out of high school, I had some friends in the sex industry. She was going through trauma probably as well and Mm. didn't think much of it. And in my mind, I thought, well, I'm already doing it. So why not just get paid for it? Mm. So I didn't. That was my my mind at yeah. you know was 18, this 19. A, was this a friend from like a school or did you meet this person online um so there was a lot of online stuff right. that i saw at a young age too that i probably shouldn't have right and i don't want to blame mtv but there's this <laughs> mtv episode yeah. and it was a sugar baby episode yeah. and i remember watching it with one of my friends when we were younger probably 19 and I just thought after the episode, I thought, man, these women are getting paid to go on dates with these guys, thousands of dollars. Yeah. And what am I doing? Right. I'm in Orange, <laughs> Texas, getting sexually abused. Right. And uh, no one's paying me. Yeah. You know, and yeah. it's, it's it's not funny, but I have to sit here and laugh because For sure. that's how I get through it. Yeah. And. I don't talk to those uh, my family members anymore. Mm. Um, we'll touch base on that later. But yeah. at that time, like I said, it wasn't a big deal to me. I didn't yeah. care who I was hurting. Um, I did have a boyfriend, but we were so on and off. And yeah. you know him. Yeah, yeah. And there were times where we'd be together and then break up. And in those moments, I was so hurt. Still haven't told anyone about the sexual abuse. And so I left. Yeah. I went to uh, New York with one of my friends. And... The next thing I know, I am hired with an, an escort agency. And three days later, I'm sitting here crying because, you know, it's intense. Right. And everything happened so fast. Yeah. Huh? Of course, MTV made it seem. Oh, like, of course. Was it uh, Was it like uh, True Life, one of those shows? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it wasn't all I rem- glam. I think I remember those episodes. And, too, yeah. you know, stacks of money right it's not how it goes it was ugly right it was ugly yeah um i've definitely been in some times where i should not probably be alive yeah and it got really bad yeah and so i didn't stay long in new york came home um and probably spent a year back here yeah to kind of i went back to school for a little bit and kind of reset me and my boyfriend at the time got back together right and I really dived in into modeling yeah. and it wasn't um, it was a lot of nude modeling yeah. and things like that. And um, like I said, people offered me money. Yeah. And at 19, when people are paying you two thousand dollars for a nude shoot, you don't think much of it. Right. Right. You know, and so, um, yeah. And this this town's very small. Yeah. And I had a lot of people that that wasn't their normal. Yeah. And they obviously didn't know my past, so I've got a lot of judgment. Yeah. And that just hurt even more. For sure. Because I, I sure. was in high school I was I I think I was very nice. Yeah, I wasn't a part of the cool <laughs> kids and I but I wasn't a part of like you know, I was in the middle. Yeah. Kinda. You I, knew I like everybody. to say it. Yeah, I knew everyone, I talked to everyone, I was yeah. trying to be nice. I got miscongeniality and drill team. I just <laughs> you know, that was just me. Yeah. Um and so that kinda hurt me. A lot. And um, I got an offer to move to Vegas um, for online modeling. Didn't know what that was. So (laughs) Whole new world. Yeah, whole new world. But I knew it wasn't escorting. And so I thought, okay, fresh 
you know, fresh breath. This right, is, sure. this is, I don't have to meet anyone or yeah. go through that again because that was horrible, yeah. but it was fast money. Mm. So it was nice, but yeah. didn't want to deal with that. So me and my boyfriend at the time, we only had a couple hundred bucks, yeah. you know, like we made it to Vegas and that was it. Right. <laughs> um, and they had a model house. We lived in the model house and yeah. it was, you know, like I said, I was probably 20 now at the time. I turned 21 in Vegas and it was just, it was wild. Yeah. So I started webcaming at a webcam studio in yeah. Vegas, one of the largest ones there. And I started making a lot of money there and still dealing with the trauma, yeah. didn't tell anyone. Um, and I just didn't know how to deal with it. Right. Me and my boyfriend at the time, always arguing, going back and forth. Yeah. He was dealing with trauma that now I know of, but didn't know at the time. Oh, okay. And I so see. his outlet was, you know, drugs and partying. Yeah. When I did a little bit of it, but that wasn't, I rather have went and made money. Right. I feel right, like that right. was my drug. I was addicted to making, making money right. for doing sexual things that I was already used to. Right. That right. was my thing. Okay. Okay. Um, and that's just how it played out. Well, probably a year and a half later, we broke up. Mm -hmm. He moved back here. And I went down a spiral and I said, you know what? I'm going to go back escorting. Yeah. I'm going to do it again. And fell into the trap. And people don't realize the sex trafficking thing is real. Yeah. And there was, there was one point in my life where I was almost sex trafficked. And mm. I had to, me and my friend at the time, we went together. I think we went to New Jersey. Yeah. And I thought it was, the New York situation wasn't that bad. Yeah. You know, I just, it was a first thing for me. So How, how long were you in New York? Or? Probably about a, a week. Maybe a week or two. Wasn't, wasn't very long. And I wasn't doing it every day. You know, I, they, I, they probably didn't want to push me right. too much. Because, you know. Um, and so... When we went to New Jersey, it was a bad situation. Mm. It was way worse. And you're going to do this at this time and you're not going to leave this room. And I wasn't prepared for that. So wow, okay. long story short, me and my friend, we had to call the police and we had to exit out of the back of our hotel and they had to escort us to the airport. Wow. And Holy shit. Yeah. That was oh. a that was a hard time for KK. Yeah. Um, How long were you in um in New Jersey for? Was it that same week? Or? It was so what they did was I was about uh, about a week in mm -hmm. and it was fine, you know, making a lot of money, yeah, not sure. doing too much because I'm going to tell you right now, there's agencies in New York and these women get paid about 10 grand to go to the park. <sighs> and you're not having to do sexual things. You're not having to have sex with people, you know? So yeah. people don't realize how many fetishes there are out there that are not. Right. It doesn't have to be take off your clothes and let's have sex. Yeah. We'll dive into that yeah. <laughs> a little bit later. <laughs> but um, so we were there about a week. And that, I guess they did that because they want us to feel safe, right? Mm. After that week, we were like, okay, we can yeah. stay longer. They're sort of training you. For, yeah. For and so after the week, it like a switch flipped. Oh, shit. And from there, they were like, okay, we got them. Yeah. They're used to it you know, here's some drugs here. Y'all can go party, whatever. Yeah. And so, here's the next you know step. me, I don't, that's not, I'm not big on right. going crazy. Not your thing. Yeah. So yeah. I started to realize what was up yeah. and we both just looked at each other and we're like, we got to get out of here. Yeah. So we got to go home. 
did you uh were you uh did you get to know like some of the other girls i mean i know you mentioned one of them but did you get to uh no no they kept it very they kept it kind of secretive oh and probably i know why now because they you know maybe we would have met someone that was there for a month for sure you know and they they didn't want us to yeah that makes communicate and talk about it so and that's what we didn't like either we were kind of caved in we weren't allowed to go anywhere if we did go somewhere we had to check in i mean it was yeah we couldn't go to mcdonald's without without someone wow and at you know 20 I'm still very immature yeah, and just dealing with trauma that, again, is just here and I'm not dealing with it. Right, right. So. And now you feel like, it's almost like you feel like you're getting paid for it. So it's just yeah. like, you know, I was it's like, like no like big whatever. deal. Yeah. Yeah. No big deal. And like I said, through all that, I'm still seeing the yeah. people who sexually abuse me at family events. Wow. So it would just piss me off. Right. And I would just, you know, fuel that fire. Right. In the direction that it didn't need to go in. Right, right, right. So, yeah. Um, I stayed a little bit longer in Vegas. That was 2013. I was on Instagram and I saw all these yoga posts. Yeah. And I said, man, I need to do that. That's yeah. fun. <laughs> and I was looking at acro, it's acrobats yeah. um, with partners. And I was like, man, this is really inspiring. And my friend, another friend at the time that uh, was living with me, we were like, we just need to go to a yoga class. Right. So I signed up for, for us to go to a yoga class. And from that day on, that yoga class, it literally saved my life. Wow. And I guess that's why I'm so connected to my yoga practice and want to help others. Yeah. And after that yoga class, I made a promise to myself never to do that again. And I haven't. Very nice. So... I haven't escorted again yeah. since 2013, yeah. you know, and that was a big shift in my life. Yeah. Um, yoga really helped me with that. Yeah. It just, I didn't respect my body. I didn't, I just didn't. Right. Well, I, you probably just, like you said, like uh, just making the next dollar was a high for you. Yeah. So you're just always thinking about the next book. Yep. Yeah. And being that young, you don't know how to save money. Oh, hell no. Too, and you're just having fun and <laughs> yeah. going to the mall. And now I look back, I'm like, damn. Yeah. I've I could have so money. much. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I'm a lot smarter with my money now. Yeah. And so after that, yoga and me not doing that anymore, I moved back home. I packed my bags, bought a one-way ticket to Orange. Yeah. Came back, reset. Yeah. I told you before we started this, Orange yeah. is kind of like a reset button for me. For sure. And it's like when you take a deep breath and there's this pause at the top and then you let out. Mm. That's my, that's my orange. And it's not a bad thing. It's, it's always a good reset. All my family's from here. It kind of grounds me a little bit and it's kind of ask the hard questions like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. (laughs) Where's your life? Where do you want it to go? Where do you want it to go from here? You sort of reevaluate everything. Yeah. I got you. Do you feel like that it's the same uh, for everyone? Like, just going back home or do you think it's more so in like smaller towns or cities? Um, for me, it's that way. But to be honest, I went, I mean, we both went to school with a lot of high school people that I think that it's scary. Yeah. This is, this is all they know. For sure. And it, let me tell you, I'm the first to tell you that life is scary out there. Yeah. Like that's why I cried when I went to New York because going from orange, I went to Times Square that was my first place that I ever traveled to. Wow. So I'm standing in Times Square. York, so. 
<laughs> crying my eyes out. No one wants to help me. I'm asking questions about the train and, you know, they're like, Bitch, I'm too busy. Right, like, this right, is right. New York. I don't have time for you. Yeah. So I just was crying and it just, yeah. So it's, it's a lot moving where you're safe. Right. And that's, I talk about a lot of that in my yoga classes about how, being uncomfortable is sometimes really a good thing. Absolutely. I tell my brother this, like, well, text every morning. I tell him, like, look, man, today, like, put yourself in an uncomfortable situation because you learn from it. Yeah. You know? It's it, not always a bad thing. No. Hell no. You know? And. No, it's definitely good. It's a it's a lesson. You know, it's like a it's like a daily lesson, if you will. You know, if you do it every day or like you said, whenever you come back home, you know, you hit that reset button, you know, do it once a year, twice a year, however many times, you know? Yeah. It's a lesson. I, um, so after I came home, I was still doing the webcam though. Yeah. And because to me, I wasn't touching anyone. Right. I just had to talk to people online. Right. And to be honest, it kind of felt like I was a therapist. Yeah. Because like I said, yes, there are people on there that just want you to get naked and you know, you know how it is. Yeah. Um, they're paying you per minute, so they want you to hurry up. But there are people, it's kind of sad that they don't know how to talk to people in the real yeah. the real world. So they're sitting yeah, at home. crazy. <laughs> you know, they might work from home and that's all they know. So yeah. they'll pay you to talk to you and just talk. Yeah. And that's their thing. They just want someone to vent to and right. um, they'll pay for it. Yeah. So there's a lot of that. And I, I was still doing it at the time. And when I came back home, I stopped for a little bit because I moved in with my parents. So mm. I didn't want them to know yeah. that I was still doing was that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Did because they, Did they ever know prior to you moving back home? If they they did because um, some things happened in Orange. Mm. People found out what wow. I was doing. And it got back to them? It got back. Fuck. Yes. So And the escorting thing. So they, they know. We've wow. Been, we've, How did that conversation go? Um... I think my my mom was just sad. Right. Because at that time, she still didn't know about the sexual abuse. So she's mm. probably wondering, oh, what's okay, going okay. on? That's you know, right. why are you rebelling so much? Right. And I think maybe she thought, um, probably because of my, my dad, I don't talk to my real, I we call him the sperm donor, ah. you know, type of thing. <laughs> yeah, I've heard I don't, that same I don't talk to him. So, and it's weird because he lives here mm. in Orange. And wow. I don't see him nor talk to him. Wow. Yeah. And so... Um, it's funny coming back here because I have a lot of trauma here yeah. and I, I'm, I feel grateful that I've used the tools to, yeah. to help me get through it, but it is a lot coming home. I'm not going to say it's easy yeah. and you know, just whatever. Yeah. Cause I, a lot of trauma comes up for me. So I have to deal with it. It's like uh, it's that reset button, but it's also like that an uncomfortable situation for you. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. It's always it's uncomfortable. Like yeah, a lot of motivation yeah. to, to get out or not so much get out, but just like learn from it, like you said, and yeah. reset and do better. For sure. So yeah. um, I came home for a little bit. And since I was in dance from a young age, I've always wanted to sing and yeah. dance. And I thought, OK, I owe this to myself. So right. I applied um, to some egg donation agencies mm. and I got picked. And I saved up some money that I got from doing an egg donation for a family who can't have children. Oh, nice. So I saved some money up and yeah. I said, I'm going to move to L.A. Yeah. I'm just going to do it. <laughs> I'm just going to do it. So you took off. I'm just going to, yeah, I bought a one-way ticket. My mom helped me pack my bags. Yeah. And I didn't know, 
I mean, I knew where I was going to live. Obviously, yeah. I had those planned out, but I didn't have a plan. Mm. It wasn't like I'm going to do this and do that. And what year was was this? The LA? Um, 2014. Okay. So everything's happening really fast. Wow. Yeah. So you, we're in Vegas 2013. It, and then like uh, yeah, you, you come back home, for a little bit. Came home for a little bit. Yeah, reset. Got you. Something new. Ah, so, okay. so it, it's always LA. been that way for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. You travel a lot. <laughs> yeah. I love to travel. <laughs> yeah. I love, to, I love to meet people. And like I said, I, I like to feel uncomfortable. For sure. For sure. And there's just like this little respect yeah, that's about a, it. And that's a, yeah, again, that's a really good thing. I think, you know, whether it's you're, an, you're uncomfortable at home or you move off, you know, like you've always done. You're un- uncomfortable in a new situation, you know, yeah. because you in learn a, from In it. a new city, I don't know anyone. I love it. I'm like, yeah. I can go to Walmart. I don't know nobody. Exactly. Get I don't lost. Have to, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't have to dress up. I, I don't care, yeah. you know, and they don't know me. They don't know my past. And yeah. that's what I loved. I love most about moving and going somewhere new because they're yeah. not judging me. Yeah. They're not. I mean, maybe they are, but but they don't, they don't know you, know. so they, they can't, you know. Exactly. Yeah. They didn't go to high school with me. So in L.A., I mean, you know, we have uh, mutual friends that are in L.A. now yeah. or in uh, California now. Um, and yesterday, uh, Leah was telling me that you know, just like Hollywood, she felt like, uh, you know, just looking around, you can be anybody you wanted to be. Was it similar for you? Oh yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I, you knowing me though, I couldn't keep up with the hype. Yeah. I'm just going to be real. It seems super fucking fast. It is. And everyone's doing drugs. And hey, you know, I'm not judging, but I couldn't keep up. Right. I, um, I got a, I had a house. uh, It was called an art house Mm. and they're still around, but you pay for a room and we shared bunk beds. You shared a bathroom. It was all women. Right. Um, but I still paid, I think, $700 for a bunk bed. Jeez, that's and another thing. It's so fucking expensive out there. Very expensive. And like I said, the Hollywood life, I had a manager. Yeah. And she wasn't, she was like, listen, you're going to you're gonna be tempted to go out all the time. But you still yeah. have to get up for that 5 a.m., 6 a.m. call, yeah. you know, <laughs> for if you want to do stuff. But the peer pressure of going out and meeting people is real because you want to you want to meet people and you want to sure. communicate. And you want to get those followers up on your Instagram. For and sure. Facebook and the people and, you're seeing on Instagram, you're probably going to run into them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I had a lot of fun. I I went to um, I was in two movies. Um, the, I think the first one hasn't aired, but it's a Lifetime movie yeah. and it's called Deceived. And I just did background work. Yeah. So I wasn't like a main part or anything, but it was super awesome to me. For sure. And it's an introductory to like that world. Yeah. You know and I saying? got to be on set right. and see what's happening and the real deal. So I'm also in um, Mike and Dave need wedding dates mm. uh, with that Zac Efron. Like a, and, really? And that Kendrick. sounds like a funny movie. It was really funny. You, should, yeah. you haven't seen it? <laughs> no. You should definitely watch it. Oh, my goodness. It's super funny. Yeah. Um, yeah, super funny. You should definitely watch it. But through that, though, I learned a lot from being in Hollywood. And I, like I said, I did have fun. There were moments I got to hang out with a lot of celebrities. Yeah. And they were very respectful. Yeah. Um, I got to, you know, I thought I was cool. I got to smoke with Wiz Khalifa <laughs> at a party. I thought yeah. it was super cool. No, that, that's, that's awesome. Yeah. That is cool. <laughs> um, and... You know, of course, we weren't allowed to have our phones at the party. Right. Super sketch, you yeah. know, and because they don't want you to upload anything. Yeah. Um, and this that's crazy. This is back in 2014. I mean, we had phones and stuff, but it's I feel like it's not 
near it wasn't as like this today. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. But this was back 2014. I forget which iPhone that is. Yeah. You know? I don't even know. <laughs> I, I, well, actually, we went out one night. And I actually got my phone taken. Yeah. Stolen one night. Wow. And there was just, I don't know. I was, I was too innocent yeah. for it still. And again, I didn't heal from the trauma. Yeah. So I didn't, wasn't telling anyone that I had that trauma and I was just going through it. And, right, right. Um, Looking for new ways to distract yourself. Yeah, yeah. always. And me for and sure. my boyfriend at the time, when I moved to LA, we weren't together. He was, you know, dating other people, seeing other people, doing his thing. Yeah. And after about six months, I just got tired yeah. of trying to keep up. Yeah. And I did yoga on Hollywood Boulevard one night and I was there for about an hour and this guy comes up to me and he asked me, he's like, what are you doing? Why are you doing this? And he, it wasn't a rude. He was just like, just curious. Yeah. Yeah. And turns out he was a monk and he just got back from his endeavors wow. and his life Yeah. doing his monk wow. business Yeah. and super awesome guy. And me and my friend, she was a um, photographer, so she's taking pictures of me. Yeah. And he he says, get up. Get off the ground. Yeah. Like, I'm like, what is this guy doing? Like, <laughs> who the fuck yeah, are you? Yeah, who are you? <laughs> I'm like, he doesn't look like a celebrity. Is this, I don't know. Because sometimes they disguise <laughs> themselves and then, you know what I mean? You, yeah. you kind of have to look out for yeah, celebrities. For sure. <laughs> Obviously, you're in Hollywood. Yeah. Um, and... and you know, an hour in, he's buying us pizza and we're talking about the universe and yoga and yeah. how much it means to him and it changes life. And he's like, you need to leave. You need to leave Hollywood. Like, wow. you need to go get yoga certified. Yeah. If you really want to help. Did you sort of uh, share your story like with him? I or? did. I yeah. felt comfortable with him. Mm. It was a it was a nice opening because like nice. I said, I didn't know about therapy. I did, but yeah. I feel like. The thing around therapy is a lot of people are scared to go. For sure. For to sure. break down and say, I need help. Yeah, for sure. And that's uh, I'm, me being one of, I'm guilty of that, you know, because I feel like I think the reason we're afraid of that, you know, and I can't speak for everyone, but for most people, I feel like if you just give up and say, like, I need help, you feel like you've lost the fight. You know what I'm saying? No one wants to lose anything. No. You know what I'm saying? But sometimes you have to surrender. You know, and just get that help because it might, you know, help you win the next battle. Yeah, you never know. exactly. And you I know? feel like a lot of people don't say they want the help because they're they're looking at other people and they think, what am I going to look to them? Exactly. When I need help, exactly. you know, when, yeah. when reality, it's not about them. It's about you it's about and you. to help yourself first. Yeah. Just like when you're on an airplane and they sure. say, take the mask. Put it on yourself first and then help others. Yeah. Help your daughter, help your son. That's like, right, right. Duh. Yeah. Yeah. You got to help yourself first. Such before, a good point. Yeah. Um, before you help others. So I felt comfortable with him and I opened up a little bit. Yeah. And I still actually have his email. Nice. He'll email me like once a year. It's funny. It's just funny. And well, he's probably on his email once a year. Exactly. Exactly. And. I'm not sure how he's doing now. I'm, I, speaking of that, I probably need to catch up with him. But yeah. he came, he moved to Hollywood to bring that to that community. Oh, okay. Because he wanted. Spread that awareness. Yeah. Huh? And I thought that was super cool. Yeah. I mean, you're starting to see these celebrities. I have a girlfriend in Florida. She's a yoga instructor and she does private lessons with Will Smith. Wow. I mean. That's cool. You know, that's, hey, 
That's huge. <laughs> You're doing private <laughs> lessons with Will Smith. Yeah, that, that's huge. You know, and they're they're getting into this, and there's more documentaries about yoga and, yeah. you know, just our energy channels, and there's just so much. For sure. That it's it goes way back. We're just not, I don't know, it's... We're so distracted by so many things, but I think since we are distracted by uh, just social media and everything, we're realizing... You know, like within that distraction, we're realizing that the world is going to like a place we don't want or need it to go. Like whether it's the environment or people, you know, in general, you know, that we need to start eating better. You mm-hmm. know, like with co- this whole COVID thing, it made me realize we got to take better care of our health and hygiene and eat better and put this fucking thing down. Enjoy the simple things in life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I think that is or that's my opinion. That's why. Uh, so many people are gravitating towards yoga um, and meditation and breathing exercises. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah, just Re- health. You know, reset. Your health is your wealth. Exactly. Or we- wealth, uh, health is wealth. <laughs> <laughs> or however the fuck it's wealth you, is health. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's health is wealth, people. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, it's just. And also, if if the viewers or listeners have not watched it, there's a really good show on Netflix. It's called The Goop Lab. Have you ever watched it? No, The Goop Lab? The Goop Lab. <laughs> what is this about? Is that, it, is, it sounds like a fast food It's type. not. No? Um, like you would think pink that. Slime? No. <laughs> um, it's the director, I think, is Gwyneth Paltrow. Really? And she's starting to dive into yoga, meditation. Um mm. And things like that. And honestly, the first episode is talking about uh, using mushrooms to heal trauma. Really? And they're under doctors, you know, and they're in a safe environment to where they can yeah. work through it. Yeah. And because sometimes I'll be teaching a yoga class and people don't realize that they hold trauma in certain spots of your the body mm. and you never deal with it. And you might hit a pose and they're crying at the end of class right? because oh, wow. yeah, you didn't know that wild. you had that trauma in the left, the left leg that you've been carrying since you were a kid. Right. Right. And so we, and that can lead to diseases that can, that's wild. <laughs> yeah. They'll just so start just sobbing, think about, yeah. you know, and then they're like, what is wrong? And I'm like, nothing's wrong with you. Yeah. You're just letting it go. Right. And that's awesome. Wow. I want to let it all go. Yeah. Wow, so that crazy. the Goop Lab is different episodes about healing trauma yeah. and they just do different experiments. Um, one of the episodes is three of the women, they go on different diets for yeah. about a month and before they go vegan or their different uh, diets, yeah. they take the blood tests and see what age their body says they are versus after they do the vegan diet and yeah. things like that. So <laughs> it's very interesting. Wow. Yeah, to dive into that. So wow. my body's telling me I'm like 65 <laughs> right now. <laughs> and it's funny because you Posh hear people say terrible. that all the time. They're like, man, I feel 70. Yeah. Well, you might want to take a blood test and see how things are really going. Right, right. For sure. So. Damn. It's very interesting. To have me. you have you done that? Have you taken? No, I that? want to now that I've watched that yeah. episode. The Goop Lab. The I gotta Goop remember Lab. that. Yeah, for sure. With Gwyneth. 
Yeah, and I, I don't, I don't know too much about Gwen, so it was nice to see her yeah. open to that kind of stuff. Yeah, I so. just, I just know she's like an actress. You yeah, know exactly, saying, so. and I'm glad she's bringing that to yeah. the Hollywood area. So for sure, bring spreading that awareness. Yeah, bringing that, those and, things to the light. Um, I grew up on Leanne Rhymes, the singer. She's yeah. really big into yoga right now. I have a friend that she's taught with her. She, I think Leanne Rhymes just got yoga certified, actually. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So nice. Little things yeah. <laughs> make a big difference, you know, because sure. they're going to awards. They're yeah. still going out there and meeting all the celebrities that yeah. are not yoga certified and don't have that. So yeah. if they can bring that positivity, spread that awareness, you know, yeah. and just imagine, you know, we go through shit. But just imagine like being in Hollywood and under, uh, you know, or in front of a camera at all times. Oh, that yeah. stress and you still got to deal with shit at home and just so many different things. You know, yeah. it's a lot going on. You know, these people have a lot going on. Yeah. And they know? deal with things. And like I said, they're just like when you look on Instagram, a lot of it's just it's a it's like a highlight, you know, yeah. like you're seeing highlights of these people's lives. Yeah. You know, we don't know what's going on behind the scenes. Yeah. Their life isn't perfect. Hell no, no one's life is perfect. <laughs> I don't care what you say. No one's life is perfect. Everyone's going to go through things. For sure. But for it's sure. about how you deal with them. Yeah. And, you know, that. That saying was like fake it till you make it. Yeah. Type of thing. To me, it's not funny because that I really did have to do that. Yeah. And when I lived in Vegas, I started uh PL Yoga, PL Wonderland, and I still have it today. That's my photography business. Yeah. And at that time it was probably funny to a lot of people, but PL stands for positive living. For sure. And yeah. like I said, that's how I got through my trauma. Right. I just had to just push through it. And I sure. just tried to be overly nice to people. And that's how I, I worked through yeah, it. Yeah. So you were basically just speaking these things into existence. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of Every day affirmations. Yeah. I'm going to be positive. I'm yeah. going to be positive. So I would do that all the time. And so now met the monk. Yeah. I have about a couple thousand dollars left, you yeah. know, from me saving up because money went really fast in Hollywood. Oh, my God. Can only imagine just, food, just yeah. the cost of living, right? Exactly. Yeah, just yeah, to be honest, I was about to say it really didn't cost money to go out because a woman by herself, and yeah. they're not going to pay. They want you to be there, you know. <laughs> yeah. So you're spending money on clothes and trying to keep up. And um, so I met him. Awesome experience. I made the decision. I had a friend come visit. He lived in Hawaii, mm. and he's like, "Come, come to Hawaii with me. Yeah. Like, you can get yoga certified there." So. I went to Hawaii yeah. <laughs> and I was like, this is it. Yeah. Like, I guess this is what he was talking about. Cause he yeah. said, it'll come to you. Cause I was like, there's so many yoga places that you can get certified. You know, where yeah. do you even start? Cause there are, yeah. you can go all over the world. So moving to uh, Hawaii from uh, Hollywood or LA, did you feel like this was like uh, another reset button or was it just like a new opportunity to like learn newer things or to just sort of, uh, it was an, it was a new opportunity. Mm -hmm. It, it definitely wasn't a reset because I was on and off again with my boyfriend at the time, too. Oh, okay. So we were in a bad place, and I guess I didn't have time to reset because it was just happening really fast. Yeah. And I didn't know anyone in Hawaii except for him, yeah. my friend at the time. So, And I didn't know where to go. I didn't have a car. Yeah. So I was always relying on someone else. Gotcha. So that wasn't – I didn't feel safe in yeah. a way because I just didn't – know anyone yeah. um i wasn't comfortable and i didn't like the fact that it was very far away from home 
Yeah, like that, if I needed to go home super quick, it was going to be a thousand dollars. Yeah, Hawaii seems like a, another country, like it's another country. Yeah, <laughs> but I will tell you that flight was the best flight that I've ever been on. Really? The women, the yeah. flight attendants were beautiful. The food, awesome. Yeah. Like they made me feel so comfortable. Yeah. Um, because that was a long flight. It was like nine, eight, uh, eight, nine hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm like, what if we run out of gas? Like, yeah. <laughs> what if something happens? That's a lot. Yeah. I like to travel. Yeah. Like going to New York, okay, two hours. Yeah. Like or three. It's not a big deal. Yeah. But we're talking. You know it's it's you know it's a long <laughs> flight when they give you two meals. Like, Damn, like that's a whole like work shift. Yeah, <laughs> and you're just exhausted. You're just yeah. nervous and tense, and I'm like, what's the uh, uh? Do you remember like the time? What's the time zone for Hawaii? Um, Is it a uh, Pacific? Is it like Kelly time? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. So yeah. Like two hours behind. Yeah, it was. Yeah, two hours behind. What I was about to say, it wasn't too bad. Oh, okay. Um, but. Yeah, I still stay in contact, of course, with my family here. But yeah. um, about a month in, I started looking at yoga yeah. um, certifications, and I found one. Nice. And it took me a little bit to get set up and yeah. um, everything, but I finally did it. Life changing. Again, <laughs> I didn't go through the trauma, or I didn't work through it at that time. I still yeah. hadn't really told anyone. Yeah. I had a conversation with the monk, but I didn't want to dive yeah. too much into it because. I didn't know how to speak it. Right. And we'll get into that later. But there's energy channels in the body that, for example, your fifth chakra. Chakra is energy wheels. And your fifth chakra is your throat chakra. And if you're not, that's that's like you're communicating. That's your, your, you know, your boundaries. And I wasn't, that wasn't open for me. That chakra was not open. So this guy, this monk, so he, was he originally from Hawaii? No. Oh, he okay. was from, um, I think, uh, I think he was from California, but okay. not that area. Oh, okay. okay like the okay. outskirts, maybe San Fran or something, maybe San Francisco. Got you. Um, so I think that's why he had such a pull to go back to California and bring that to oh, them. Oh, okay, okay. So. Got you. Yeah. So Hawaii was never, it was just, it just happened. Yeah. That just yeah, my wow. friend was he was in the military, so he was stationed there. Oh, okay. And okay, okay, I'm sure you know you. him, but um, we went to high school with him. Yeah. And his name's Matthew, and um, I still talk to him. He's super sweet, and yeah, we lived together for a couple months. And while I went to my yoga certification, and it was about 50 women in the group. Damn. Okay. So, so it's like a class. Yeah, so we would get up at 7, yeah. 6.30, 7 a.m., and not be done till 8 o'clock at night. Jeez. It was a, it was very intensive. Yeah. So I chose that one because I learned better hands-on. Everyone yeah. learns differently. Yeah. There's yoga certifications where you can go, like, every other Monday, and it'll take you longer to get certified. Yeah. But if that's how your lifestyle is, of course, you have to do it that way. Right. So this is this was a intensive one. Yeah. So, like I said, we didn't have a day off. Wow. So we learned a lot yeah. and learned a lot about ourselves. Yeah. And I made a lot of friends. I still have girlfriends, yeah. you know, from there. And I still talk to them. So that was definitely a blessing. Um, but how I got back here was actually my boyfriend at the time was going through, of course, his trauma yeah. and didn't know how to deal with it and partying and things like that. Um, one night after I got certified, 
it was about three, four months in of me living in Hawaii, he was threatening to kill himself. Mm. And me, of course, I am the type of person I just want to help everyone. For sure. And that has gotten me in trouble a lot. And I just, I was like, I got to come home. Yeah. yeah. I got to come home. This is not right. Like, let me, let me make it right. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, I wanted to help him, of course. Yeah. I loved him. Yeah. And so I got a ticket, went back home. We got back together. It was a thing. Yeah. Um, on and off, you know, arguing, dealing with trauma. Still didn't tell anyone at the time. Yeah. So I'm still, <laughs> I'm still carrying that trauma. Yeah, you're still carrying that weight. And I'm doing, just, I'm doing yoga. Yeah. You know, and I'm getting into it, but, um, so yeah, but I got really excited moving from Hawaii to to back to Orange because I thought, man, I need to bring this to the community. Right. Like right, I right. need to yeah. help people. Yeah, because uh, what we failed to realize is uh, there's so many people around us that go through similar things you know what i'm saying so yeah you know people are just like afraid to speak out yeah. or you know afraid to go out and start a new thing for people that have been through similar things you know yeah it's hard it's move. hard to talk about those things for sure um and i personally i thought i'll just hide it yeah. and i'll just deal with it later yeah like it won't come up again right yeah. i'll just throw it in the back and deal with it not even really deal with it just hide it yeah and um, so yeah, I came back to the community and I did a lot. I started teaching at some, some, uh, workout spots here, yeah. some businesses. And I was, I tried to be big in the community. We did art in the park. Yeah. Um, I taught yoga for the kids at uh, the library. I started doing private lessons. Yeah. I was all in it full yeah. force. Yeah. And was this all under, uh, like your, your PL brand? Or yeah. What? So I started PL yoga. Yeah. Um, I still have that and yeah, I, I went with it nice. and I wanted to help people. So that was mm, 2015. Yeah. Yeah. And came home for probably about a year. And of course me and him got back together. Yeah. We had a plan to move to Colorado. Right. And we, I remember just going to visit, yeah. um, just to see. If we'd like it, yeah. of course. Yeah, Who loved it. Loved huh? it. Who wouldn't? <laughs> was it uh, so like, you know, the Colorado thing initially, was it uh, Fort Collins or was it Denver? Like, uh, was it um, one of we, the main spots? Well, he worked for a big insurance company at the time and he had a job offer in Fort Collins. Oh, okay. Or in okay. that area. Nice. So we wanted to, we didn't have to live there, but we just wanted to go in the area and yeah. uh, drive around and see what areas we were thinking of living so but right before we did that i after the yoga certification i had a breakthrough and i realized i gotta tell someone right about this trauma like I, it's not fair to my parents like yeah. i can't see them at christmas anymore right it's bothering me because it, it resurfaces like yeah, it, it, everything I, you're reminded of everything that happened and i realized man i was a bitch to my mom yeah, you know, and yeah. we just me. I feel bad back then, but now we're me and my mom are just now over the past couple of years to have a good relationship. Really? Because I didn't tell anyone for that long, and I feel like it just projected. Yeah. Onto other people, yeah. and people don't realize they do that all day. Yeah. If you're not dealing with something. For sure. And yeah. so I did. I told my mom. I told my grandparents. Mm. Told everyone, and I actually. 
went to the police department and made a statement. Wow. Because, like I said, I did. it didn't stop until I was like maybe 17, 16, 17, 18. Teenager, yeah. You know, teenager where I was like, I fought. I was like, get off of me. Like I could, you know, yeah. take up for myself at the time. For sure. So. Yeah. How um, was the uh, that conversation like that sit down with uh, with your mom and uh, grandma? Um, I To be honest, I think that I wasn't here. I didn't even have like a sit down. Oh, I think okay. I might have called or something. I was out of town. You know, we used to live in Austin, so I love Austin yeah. trips. Maybe I was there and just had like a moment where because I wanted to tell them in Hawaii, but mm. I didn't want to be so far away. Yeah. Um, and. Oh, OK. Yeah, I got you. And so when I did come home from telling them, it was they didn't know how to deal with it, mm. you know, and now they don't speak to those family members because oh, yeah. they asked, yeah. they asked them oh, and they don't yeah. have anything to say. Yeah. You know, so to me, that lets you know that you're guilty of something For if sure. you don't have anything to say or to even say it didn't happen. Yeah. So, um, my aunt has a really hard time with it, um, because those were her children, you know, and, um, I think she's still dealing with it. She's been through her own trauma. And Mm. what's really important to me is my mom and my grandmother dealt with sexual abuse too in the family. And so I made a promise to myself that it's got to end with me. For sure. Like the trauma and projecting the trauma onto other people and my partner and because I did that to him yeah and he did it to me we both did it unknowingly right you know and that's how we dealt with it we took it out on each other and so I made a promise to myself that I wouldn't do that it would stop right um and so I'm still working on it but it is it's gonna stop with my stepdaughter now it's gonna stop with my my partner, I'm still working on things, but I made that promise. For sure. That's such a huge step because, I mean, like you said, you know, your mom and some other people went through it. Um, you could have just ignored it. You know what I'm saying? Then it would have been like, you know, uh, thrown on the next, you know, generation. Yep, exactly. So it was nice that you put a stop. Uh, you put everything at a halt. Like, fuck that. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're going to yeah. move on to the. And I'm sure my grandparents' parents had a lot of trauma you know what I mean because it just your ancestor it just keeps going down until there's someone in the family who says this is gonna stop yeah and then uh just going back a little bit uh another reason that you probably held it in for so long is because yeah you don't want to get those people in trouble but also you don't want to hurt the other people maybe wife or sister or whoever you know you don't want them to go through similar things you know yeah so um I had a moment just like when I got a divorce it was the stages you know mad sad hurt yeah. Cause it's weird because besides the sexual trauma, there's my family members. So I yeah. was close to them. Yeah. So I, it was just a weird thing for me. Cause I had to, yeah. I had to, I had to put on this, this mask, I guess, for everyone else when we did have family events. Oh yeah. That, so, that just seems so hard. And I so didn't want to hurt my other family members cause I, I didn't want to. I didn't want them to have to picture them in that way. Right, right. Because I now, like I said, we don't talk to them, and I knew that was going to happen. Yeah. I knew that wasn't going to be okay. Yeah. So, um, they're all we're all older now, and you know that's something they have to deal with. Yeah. And they don't want to face it, and they drink all the time. Yeah. And they're still dealing with that. They're still dealing with it. Haunting them. And I can I 
promise you, they've probably never said it out loud. Yeah. You know, and it took me, like, I'm having a conversation with you. It took me a long time to be able to talk about it. Yeah. And so I, I've, I don't know if it's just, I don't know. I still feel like this hurt for them. Yeah. Because they're not dealing with it. Yeah. But through like uh, yoga, you know, after the conversation with your parents and uh, everything and through yoga, did you feel like a weight was lifted? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Whole burden's just gone, right? Yes. Deep breath. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did. But I still didn't. I told people, but I didn't get help. Yeah. I didn't. I went through some therapy. Um, my mom really got sad because she felt like a bad parent, probably in a, in a way, because yeah. she didn't know what was happening. She's like, I want to pay for therapy, mm. you know? And so I did that. Um, a lot of crying sessions and yeah. a lot of um, trauma workshops and things yeah. like that. But it just didn't help the way it needed to be because I was still in that relationship. So we're still in that high school relationship that is just going back and forth, drugs, partying. Right, right, You know what I mean? And that's where it started from that. You know, I started that relationship on a party mode. Right. It wasn't anything healthy. Right. And you know, you were there. Yeah. So, and I'm, I'm not saying that, you know, he's a bad person or anything like that. It's just people don't realize they projected onto other people. I can't express that enough. Oh yeah, for sure. And, and you know, just we being, just didn't know, right? And just being in like a you know some relationships. I've had plenty of unhealthy relationships. And you, you know, you, you're in the the moment or whatever. You love this person so much, but really, you're only with that person like in reality to learn from them. You know what I'm yeah. saying? You can't be with that person forever. No. So learning, you know, that I learned a experience. Lot. <laughs> Yeah, you know, so and I'm so grateful for it now. It it sucks though for the like your mate or whatever that feels like, oh no, this is my person, you know. But you know, deep down, like, nah, we're gonna, you know, we're gonna part ways at some point, you know. So it uh, uh, it makes sense why you know a lot of relationships are just uh they go bad so quickly or something happens to the other person, Lord forbid, but uh, because they can't let go, you know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? So yeah, it's tough, tough situation to be in. Yes, very tough. Um, and I, to anyone, you know, listening or things like that, I, it's good to get help. Yeah. And there's and you don't you don't have to do yoga. There's tons of things that you can do. <laughs> I love to paint. Yeah. And just finding that thing that helps you, yeah. maybe, and it might take a while to do do that, and then come out and talk about things that maybe upset you, or like I said, set boundaries. We're going to talk about that later. Yeah. But that's a big thing for me right now. Yeah. Is setting boundaries mm. um, with people, with your friends, relationships, yeah. family. Right. It's so important. Um, just so. that, just being honest. You know what I'm saying? Like Speaking that, your truth. Right. And that honesty because, and you, that's crazy you say that because I'm dealing with uh, that as well with everyone right now. Um you know, and out here, you know, we have such southern hospitality. It's like you've traveled, you've been to New York, L.A. It's like when you're extremely honest with people, it's almost like they they think you're being like an asshole or you're being rude. It's like, no, bro, I'm being honest. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't like that shirt. That's it's it's not a an attractive shirt. That's an, my honest opinion of it. I'm not trying to pick on you, yeah. you know, and that's just the simplest example. But you know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's little things like that. And I, over the last year, I've really 
focused on self-love a lot Mm. and you know self-love might look like going to bed a little bit earlier for sure or telling someone no i can't go eat right now because i need to do this right or no i need to go to bed a little bit earlier tonight and read on homework or just things like that is a big step for people and no step like that is too small because right. I promise you, once you start doing little steps like that, yeah. you're going to stand up for yourself. For sure. And then you're going to have this weight lifted off of you. Yeah. Because you're, you're, like I said, I love to help people. And there was a time in my life where I was a constant people pleaser. Yeah. And That's so draining, isn't it? It's so draining. <laughs> and we do yeah. it, like I said, and we don't even know we're doing it. Yeah. We get so used to it. So, and that's how I was in my relationship, too. I wanted to give, give, give. Right, and right. he was dealing with a lot of trauma and depression. Yeah. And I thought, I can help him. Yeah. I can help him. I can make him feel better. And that was the biggest lie <laughs> I have ever told myself. And it's not. it wasn't just him. That's that's a lot of relationships. Right. After Now it's, that I, I talk to people more about these types of things, it's yeah. a normal thing. Yeah. It's just so it sucks the life out of you. You know what I'm saying? Yes, it does. (laughs) And so back to us going to Colorado, um, we picked a spot, came home for a little bit. You actually helped us. We had a big garage sale, saved a lot of money. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And yeah, you guys were um, uh, during that time. I could see it. You know, we talked about it uh, before this. I could just see the focus and like just see you guys getting ready to execute a plan. Mm-hmm. It's like that, you know, that time, that year, whatever, however long it was, you guys were just setting up to get the fuck out of, you know, our hometown and just live out, you know, whatever plan y'all were making or preparations y'all were making for that year. You know, it's just like tunnel vision. I'd watch it every day. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, yeah, you were there. Yeah. You were there. My yoga shenanigans every day. Yeah. I'd make you come outside. Yeah, for sure. And do sure. meditation. Yeah, you're like, this dude's vibe. His, <laughs> his vibes are fucked up. Dude, come outside right now. <laughs> we got to work on it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just watching y'all. Uh, and then, you know, I eventually executing that plan. Uh, like I told you before this, you know, I catch myself now, like doing things y'all were doing back then. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And it, it's it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. You learned. Yeah. You didn't even know you were learning at the time. Exactly. You know, (laughs) didn't even know. I had all these fucking distractions. Yeah. (laughs) It Um, was nice. And so we did that and we moved and we both got jobs and just living our life. But at that time we were on and off, of course, like I said, but this was like year eight or nine or eight. (sighs) Maybe. Um, this was, uh, so this was, was, this was end of 2015, 2016 or? 17. 17. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Because I, I came back from. Oh, that's right. That's right. Hawaii. We and him stayed here for about a year. Right, right. Maybe a year and a half. Yeah. To 2016. Oh, okay. So Got you. We, so now we're at 2017. We're at 2017. Gotcha. It feels like I've Fuck, lived nine yeah. lives. <laughs> yeah, it seems like each year and you're I'm, in a different place. And I'm place. talking <laughs> about a lot, but there's so many in between things that I've can't you know for sure so much has happened yeah yeah i feel like i'm leaving a lot out you know and it's still a lot but 2017 we moved and we're still not married or engaged or anything and that was really stressful to me because i'm of course comparing 
my life yeah. to Every, all the people from back does. here. Yeah. And everyone gets married really young here, yeah. have children really young. And there's nothing wrong with that. My mom had me very young. That was another trauma she dealt with. Yeah. And I kind of put him in a situation. I gave him an ultimatum. Mm. Either we're getting married or this is it. Or kick rocks, huh? Yeah. Because <laughs> I, I felt, you know, and maybe it was wrong of me, but I felt like I had matured so much that I deserved that. Right. You know, and I, I was like, I'm trying to help you and I love you. I thought it was love. Yeah. You know, and I was like, this is it. Yeah. So um, he asked me to marry him the end of 2017 we got married in 2000 oh before that i was at work one day and i had a message from a friend from high school messaged me after i got off work and said hey if you have some free time please call me i have something really important to tell you and i didn't talk to him very often so i was like oh shit yeah what happened um And it was uh, my friend, Corey, Mm. and he told me that Tommy passed away. Right, right. And Tommy, for anyone that's listening that didn't go to high school with us, (laughs) um, Tommy, bless his soul, went to high school with us. And before the relationship with who I'm talking about, I dated Tommy. Yeah. And it was really unhealthy. Yeah. he had a lot of trauma um, mm. that he had to deal with on his own yeah. and loved him. My first boyfriend. Yeah. Always. You always don't love your first. For sure. For um, sure. And. But I'm so grateful because after that yoga certification, I we connected. We got we saw each other or something or talked and we left on a good note. Yeah. It was I'm so grateful for that. Yeah. Um, and we talked a little bit over the years and I met his girlfriend and it was weird, but yeah. I'm so grateful that we did that. Yeah, I'm sure he was, uh, when you guys reconnected, uh, he was in a better place too. Oh yeah. yeah. He had such a good job. Life yeah. was going so good for him. And, um, I resented my partner at the time when that happened because I felt like he made me feel bad for being upset. Mm. And I didn't get to come home for the funeral. And that really crushed me. Ooh. I didn't have, I worked at the bank at the time. And yeah. you know, corporate, oh, they're just yeah. not going to let you take off. They don't care. <laughs> I worked at the bank. Yeah. And they're like, dude, you ain't going home. Like, <laughs> you're not. Yeah. It's, we're busy. Like, sorry. You know, and yeah. it, they weren't being mean. It's just I couldn't go. Yeah. Hey, really quick, can I take a restroom yes. break? <laughs> there you go. Shit. <laughs> it's a lot. I'm like, has it been three hours? so we left off at uh the funeral oh okay i feel like i'm doing pretty good and try not to say names (laughs) no you're doing great this is uh everything sounds good so far so uh yeah so this guy your your first boyfriend you said he uh you know uh passes uh the funeral where you were where were you at so i was in colorado okay and I just got off work, and my that friend that had the news for me told me to call him, so I called him. And I already had a, a yoga class scheduled for after work. Oh, okay. So I was like, oof, 
I don't want to go, but I yeah. probably need to go. Yeah. And got people dependent on me. <laughs> yeah. And so I went, of course, really sad. And to be honest, I didn't cry because I think it was just too much of a shock. Right. And like I said, he had a girlfriend. Like we didn't talk that much. Yeah. We kind of moved on. I'm just glad that we had a. How did he pass? I'm not sure. Oh, okay. I'm not sure. I think he passed away in his sleep. Mm. Um, and so it wasn't anything like Crazy. a car accident or anything. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so during the yoga class, the last time that I saw Tommy, me and him yeah. took a yoga class together. Really? And of course, one of the songs that was in that yoga class yeah. starts playing in that yoga class. Oh, wow. After I got the news. Yeah. I, of course, I just started sobbing. For sure. <laughs> For sure. Well, and that's what, uh, you know, like just with death or anything, that's what I tell people all the time. It can be, you can be in Walmart and hear a song or see a particular color or just see a shirt, a movie scene, anything can remind you of that person. You know what I'm saying? So in this case, you know, like hearing that song, of course, you know, you break down. Yeah. So... I finished the yoga class and I went home and I feel like it just, it didn't, it was on and off hitting me. Um, and like I said, I didn't get to go home for the funeral. So that yeah. was upsetting to me. Yeah. And a few months later, I'm planning the wedding still and we get married at Disney World. Nice. Yeah. So fun. Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> um, super fun. Yeah. That's and like the dream wedding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. It was so fun. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I, I feel like I just, we stayed together for so long. Yeah. And I was like, I deserve this. For sure. And it was selfish of me. And like I said, I gave them the ultimatum. Yeah. We're either, because, I mean. 10 years. Yeah. And then also we're, we're getting, you know, we're getting older at this point. Yeah. And we're talking about kids and having, you know, a family and, um, I feel like that's every girl's dream. You know, you want, you want to get married eventually. And you know me, I've, I've, so throughout all of this, I've always babysat. Yeah. I love kids. I love watching Disney movies. That's just who I am. Yeah. You know, and I just connect to, to children. And I love the part about children where they don't know any different until they hit that age where they're influenced by something negative and then the shift happens. Exactly. They're so, so they have this loving. innocence and they don't know that yeah. like for, for race and things like that, they don't judge. They don't have that in them yet. No. So just to have <laughs> that playful side to, to be with children and yeah. to not have to deal with that yeah. is just kind of, breath a fresh breath to for me. sure for sure yeah um, it's, it's such a beautiful thing uh i never <laughs> honestly i never liked kids um <laughs> until you know uh three years ago you know when me and my girl got together and uh etta that's the she's three now uh that's the baby a uh, little etta jade <laughs> she's uh you know she she was six months old at the time you know so i i took to her immediately she was cute you know good good baby so uh, and then Cadence was seven at the time, you know. Uh, she was trying to figure me out. I was trying to figure her out. You know, she would look at me at the dinner table like, 
dating my mom, huh? <laughs> you know, and I'd What's look over the, the other step? way, like, yep, I'm dating your mom. <laughs> you little <laughs> whippersnapper. <laughs> you know, but we oh got to we got to liking each other, you know, and now we're Aww. you can't separate us, you know. So uh, I definitely I, I can relate, you know, kids are so innocent. Are just living in their their little world, you know. Mm-hmm. It's just like nothing matters. No, you know, color, nothing. You Mm-mm. you get like an escape from the madness in the world today. So yeah, it's a beautiful thing. Yep, I um. So after the wedding, it it didn't go as planned in my head. Right. Because I thought, man, we'll get married. Maybe his depression will go away. Maybe yeah. this will help. Yeah. It's kind of like a when. I guess people want to have children. They're like, maybe it'll change. Yeah. Maybe it'll change him or maybe her. So it definitely did not. Mm. And that was a big wake up call for me and him. Yeah. And I feel like we just, we grew, we grew apart Mm. and there was something that just wasn't going to be able to fix because we were on different levels Yeah. and not a bad thing. He's great doing his thing. Yeah. Um, I'm doing mine. Just two different people. Huh? Yeah, and you grow. You grow so much from high school. For sure. I'm not the same person oh, that yeah. I was in high school. Oh, absolutely not. I don't <laughs> feel like anyone is. And if no. you are, then yeah. let's do some yoga or, <laughs> you know, yeah, for let's sure. work through some things. For those people that are like uh, high school sweethearts, like I commend them. You know what oh, I'm saying? Oh, yeah. For sure, because it's just like so much happens from... Uh, you know, ninth grade to all the way to senior year to uh, adulthood and living in the real world. You know what I'm saying? So many different things can happen. So, you know, just growing with someone from, you know, uh, that long ago, I I can commend you. Yeah. And building each other up. It takes a lot of work. Yeah. And for, you know, people who don't realize having a partner who has depression and things like that, it's not easy. Yeah. You wake up every morning and you don't know how the day is going to go. Yeah. You know, and it's a it's a battle every single day. Yeah. You never and know. Yeah, exactly. You never know what you're going to wake up to. This yeah. This could be sad. Exactly. Mad, happy. Yeah. Whatever. And um, yeah, so at that time, so throughout these years, I on and off still doing the webcam. Yeah. Um. So still doing it then. After we got married, I think some insecurities were there and didn't like me doing it mm. type of thing. Right. But I also didn't like him doing the things that he did. Right. So it was this constant So you guys were still bumping heads. Yeah. Even always. after marriage. Yep. They probably and intensified because you now you have this bond, this yeah. covenant. You know what I'm saying? Like now you're really connected to each other. Yeah. And I thought, okay, well, I'm only going to get married once. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So... And we just spiraled into something that just couldn't no longer be fixed. Mm. So I made the decision and I wanted a divorce. So I think he started realizing it slowly that it was probably needed. Yeah. But it was hard. It wasn't, it's not like it was just easy and we flipped a switch. Yeah. You know, there was times where I just wanted to go back. Because it was easy. For sure. I would have just stuck yeah. with it. and Yeah, and you guys were, I mean, it's it's comforting. You yeah, know? It's, it's total comfort, you know, yeah. and that's just, that's all you know Yeah. back and forth. So, um, so after that, we split up. I think he came home for a little bit off and on, 
Yeah. Moved. He moved. I stayed in Fort Collins. Yeah. And um, I came back to Orange, though, after the my lease was up for the apartment. Yeah. And I decided I'm going to go to Europe by myself. Like, I need to do – I need to reset. Yeah. I need to put myself in an, in an uncomfortable position. Right. Right, and right. I, of course, I don't know anyone over there. Yeah. I've never been, yeah. especially by myself. I don't, you know. So that was big for me. I came to Orange. I left my pets with my mom yeah. and packed my bag. And I had a one-way ticket to Europe. Yeah. I flew into London. And I hopped from from London to Paris to Venice. I think Venice oh, wow. was one of the faves. Yeah. Um, I went to over. Rome. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot. And I learned a lot, met a lot of people. Yeah. Ate a lot of food. <laughs> it was delicious. I'm sure looking from uh like up like from the outside looking in, like meaning like you travel over, you know, in the eastern like hemisphere and you're looking back like at America, just their perception and just opinion on America. Oh, Americans yeah. Just different, huh? Much different. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. Just the language, of course, but yeah. that was that was hard for me. Yeah. But just how they treated people. Yeah. And just I don't know, especially Venice was slow paced really yeah yeah and very family oriented everyone was super sweet and just didn't not a lot on the phone and yeah i was about to mention that it seems like places like italy and uh just places over there there's less like internet usage yeah yeah um paris not so much of course everyone's on their phone trying to take pictures of the eiffel tower you know yeah that was (laughs) that was a lot (laughs) um but I stayed a couple weeks uh, throughout that, about a month, and my last stop was I flew to Ireland, and I met up with a girlfriend there that I met in Vegas. She worked at the webcam studio. Oh, and nice. she made all of her money. She so she had, she's from Ireland, yeah, and she has an accent, obviously, <laughs> and she would make her money um, reading love novels online to people. Wow, she didn't have. She didn't get naked. Yeah. She didn't have, you know, do any crazy things. Reading books. She read books for money online. That was her thing. Wow. With her accent. <laughs> She's super cute. You know, super, super short. Yeah. Just super cute girl. <laughs> and we hadn't seen each other since 2012. Yeah. So. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, we've talked. And this and was 20. Were you real? Like 20, 19. 2019? That was last year. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so we're, wow. up, we're yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. So, so yeah, so uh, and you say you haven't seen her since seen that person since 2012. So, damn, so it was a while. Huh? It's been a while. Yep. Yeah. And she picked me up from the airport in Ireland and yeah. we didn't skip a beat. Yeah. <laughs> it was awesome. She still looked the same. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I'm so proud of her. She owns a clothing company now. She has nice. two um, two shops. She sells local art out of her shops. So I'm sure that's doing well. Oh yeah, she's yeah. loving it, and she's uh, starting a hemp farm with her boyfriend. What? <laughs> yeah, and I stayed. With, she let me stay with them yeah. for about a week, and she took me everywhere. It was so it was so nice because yeah. 
before I went to Ireland, I had to do everything for myself. And it was yeah. fine. I wanted to. But, but just to have someone there with you. Yeah. Almost like a tour guide. Exactly. So <laughs> she all she knew all the spots. She knew exactly where to take me. Yeah. And it was just nice to did you, catch uh, up. Did you enjoy Ireland? I know you mentioned oh, you like yeah. Venice a lot, but did you enjoy it? Loved it. Yeah. So everyone thought I was a local until I started talking. <laughs> really? <laughs> <laughs> They're like, never mind. You're from the South. Yeah. Because um, of the freckles. The, well, yeah. now it's dark, but I have a little red in my hair, you yeah. know. And I did a DNA test before I went. Yeah. And I tried to uh, reach out to some relatives in Rome and they didn't get back in time. But um, yeah. I have a, I think I'm mm, 68% Irish. Really? Yeah. Damn, so, that's a good percentage. Yeah, or it might be even high. It's like high up there. Yeah, so that's a healthy chunk. That was important to me to <laughs> sure. kind of learn and. Well, it's crazy you say that because on my way here, I was listening to uh, some like alternative song or music and just sitting there thinking like, man, I need to get on like ancestry.com. Yeah. Like I, uh, it's crazy. Yeah, I was just thinking that like I need to. It's pretty it, interesting. It's yeah, and it's nice to know. You know what I'm saying? Like your background and. Yeah, because you, know, you never know, you know. I will say though, for I did the twenty three and Me yeah. kit, and it's kind of scary. Really, you have to read the fine print. But when you're signing up for it, yeah. you can opt out. They basically ask if they have permission to clone you in the future. Wow. Yeah, I thought that was pretty interesting. Yeah. That so, is. everyone out there, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you watch out uh, yeah. when you do those things, but because it's coming, you know, the cloning oh, yeah. and. And I can, it's funny because I can always go back and change the settings. Yeah. Sometimes I'm like, man, I don't know. <laughs> it's just funny to yeah. me. Um, and also it's cool because once you sign up for the 23andMe, they have all, of course, your DNA. So yeah. you can pay a little extra to get the health one. Yeah. So it tells you all about your health and what, oh, like your blood levels. That's and, informative. That's, yeah. That's it's an extra $100. Um, but so to be know. honest, I mean, that's, yeah. that's. It's not too bad comparing. Health is wealth. Yeah. What do we say? <laughs> wealth is health. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, so, yeah, did that. And I came back to Orange after that and reset. Yeah. Pause again. Yeah. On the breath. <laughs> Hit that reset button. <sighs> yep. Reset button. And I said, okay, I'm going to move move back to Fort Collins. Yeah. So. So this last time after coming back to uh, to Orange. Was this when you met your current boyfriend? No. Okay. No. Um, I did meet him, but I was so focused on myself and I just got a divorce and yeah. it wasn't even like an option. It wasn't even in my head Yeah. that that was even a thing. Um, There's about 14 minutes left on this memory card. Is there? Okay. Yeah, we're, we think, got it. Yeah, we got we're it. good. That's perfect. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I no, can't, can't miss a beat with this one. <laughs> my friends, like I said, he's next door neighbors with them. So I've seen him and I've talked to him, but yeah. it just didn't, I don't know. It just wasn't in the cards yeah. at the moment. So um, I moved back to Fort Collins about a year. I had a lot of time to myself. Mm. And and this time you were you were alone? Yep. I was alone okay, with okay. the pets and I got my own place yeah. and um, he moved to Denver. Yeah. Um, did, we don't really talk. Yeah, and sort of parted ways, huh? Yeah. And so I had this moment where I thought, man, to really, when I started making that list about my partner, my next partner, I thought, man, it's not just about 
them. It's I need to do some work too for myself for sure. because it's not fair to them. Yeah. Maybe they're writing a list, Yeah. you know, and maybe yeah, they exactly. went through some trauma. Maybe they went through some deep shit too. It's yeah. not just about me. Yeah. So I follow um, this woman on Instagram. Her name is Rachel Brothen. Um, she is a yoga instructor. She owns businesses. She a superwoman. Yeah. <laughs> I love her. Yeah. And she has been through a lot and she posted a couple years ago. She went to this retreat. I say retreat, but it's a week long process. It's called the path of love. Mm. And I can't talk too much about it because yeah. I signed a contract, but I've been following for a while and it's always been outside the U S where it's too expensive. Mm. I'm like, it's already expensive, plus your travel, yeah, and it's just too much. Yeah, you're like, so Come on. <laughs> I, one day I was scrolling, and they posted they were coming to Fort Collins, Colorado. What? And I said, wow, wow. this is it. Yeah, the universe is, is working for yeah, you. <laughs> this is it. This is your time to shine. Yeah. And so I saved up some money. I'm still doing the webcaming. Yeah. And teaching yoga, and um, I rented... I'm still doing that right now, but I make money off of Airbnb. So I've always nice. either got an extra room yeah. or did that on the side because it's really good money. Yeah. So um, I saved up my money and that was in November. I went for my 29th birthday. Mm. That was my gift to myself. Right. Yeah. And it was a seven day process. We were in the mountains and we had to turn in our phones. We were not allowed to check our phones. We had to turn them off. We had to give them to the group. Yeah. And... There was about probably 50, 60 people, and we each had our own little group because it was such a big group, so they broke us down into yeah. about 10 women. And every day we got up at 6, we had to have a stopwatch yeah. and set it for in the morning. We had to get up at 6, and we had – every day was the same thing, but we had different meditations in the morning. Um dynamic nice. meditation was one of them and maybe you can look into that a little bit later dynamic i could do a whole meditation. podcast on dynamic meditation really it is i've never done it before yeah. and that was my first time and it was very intense yeah and dynamic medication uh, meditations i have to remember that i was not prepared and i was excited nervous you yeah. know so the seven days was very life-changing, though. And there were moments where we had to face the trauma and get up in front of everyone. And one scenario was we had um, the people working this event were yeah. called our angels. Yeah. And they helped us through everything. If we broke down crying, you know what I mean? They, they helped us there. through everything. Yeah. And at one point, I had to obviously talk about the sexual trauma mm. when I was younger. Yeah. And because you're not, not anyone could just go the path of love. You have to go through interviews. Mm. I had a whole Skype session for about two weeks oh, wow. with therapists and things like, like that saying, huh? okay, maybe she does need to be here. Yeah. Is this is right for you? So in that moment I had to, like I said, deal with the, tr the trauma and break. They wanted me to break past that. So sure. in one scenario I had to pretend that two of the angels were, the people who sexually abused me oh, and I had wow. to play out some scenarios yeah. and I had to deal with it. Wow. This was, and a, this in was front in front of, of everyone. People you don't know. I don't know. I don't know any of these people. Right. And wow. that was just one. 
Yeah. And I'm, I'm not going to go too much into it, but that just tell, shows you like yeah. it was that intense. Yeah. It's most, the most uncomfortable, Jeez. intense seven days I've ever experienced. Yeah, for sure. And now I tell people who I come across that have deep trauma like that, yeah. path of love is where it's at. If you want to break through that. So, um, so yeah, I, eye opening. And that's when I started setting boundaries with people and friends. And just this year I've lost two of my best friends. Really? And you think it it was because of these boundaries that you set boundaries? Yeah. They're just on a diff, obviously just a different wavelength. Yeah. And we're not fighting. It's not a, it wasn't like a big deal. Y'all just on two different levels. It just, we had to. So I've, it's been a big year for me. My grandmother passed away a couple months ago and how I met Jordan, my boyfriend now, it's like, the universe was helping me. My grandmother, I'm really, I was really close to her. She raised me. Yeah. And, um, while she was very sick and in the hospital, I met Jordan and it's like, I had him there while I was going through that. Wow. And so all, it's, that's crazy. It almost gives me chills. Cause it's like all these years you've been helping people, not asking for anything back, yeah. you know, and the, and the time you needed someone to help I you, needed somebody, you know, he was, Right yeah. There, so know? he was like my angel. Right. You know, because I don't know how That's crazy. I would have gotten through it. Yeah, it's crazy how the universe works. I huh? know. <laughs> and she she told me over the years, it's going to happen. Yeah. You could just wait for the yeah. right person and he's going to come. You're going to find a good man. Yeah. He seems like a really, out. really good guy. I love him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it happened super quick. We've been through a lot. Yeah. Tomorrow is our four months. And Damn, already? Yeah. Life is just going crazy. It's just going, yeah. huh? <laughs> going 2020. crazy. Yeah. So, so, yeah, I feel like I've had a lot of changes over the years. Yeah. And I'm just constantly trying to work on myself. and yeah, Living and learning and yeah, growing. Exactly. Yeah. So, yoga is a big part of my life, and I'm always here to help people and work through that trauma or, you know, anything that they're going through or, um, so yeah, I feel like I've, I've been through a lot and um, I'll be 30 this year. So yeah, it's crazy. You know, just like how fast like time is going by, but also like uh, for you, like how much you've been through in such a short amount of time. Cause you know, you hear 10 years, but that's not that long. It's not, you know what I'm saying? To go through what you've been through, you know, like that's a lot. So it's respect, you know, we're, we're all growing, but it seems like you've just growing like just blowing past us and maybe that's why you know like some people are just like uh you know you you have to part ways with some people because they can't fully understand it you know yeah they'll never know exactly you know just two different wavelengths and i just have i'm proud of myself for pushing past a lot of things yeah and not going in a direction that i could have gone or you know yeah. Just a lot of scenarios that would for sure because so many people just give up and turn to the wrong shit. Mm-hmm. You know, it's so, easy. Yeah, it's easy to, to give exactly. up. Exactly. Yeah, it's so it's much. It's so easier easy to, to be sad. Yeah, and to be mad. Yeah, you know, or I mean, it takes a lot of energy to do that. Let me correct myself. It takes a lot of energy to make yourself mad and for sure to be that type of person. But just to, like just to give up, you know, your defense on that, it's it's so easy to just give up. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it it actually takes energy to fight, you mm-hmm. know, fight and grow and 
Exactly. Especially like, you know, given where we're from, you know, uh, a lot of people are, you know, have made hit success and are successful. But there are a lot of people that gave up, you know, turned to the wrong stuff. And they're comfortable. Yeah. And I get it. I really do. Comfort is it's easy. Yeah. And it's all, you know. So. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, how can everybody reach you? You know, because I definitely um, I've been been wanting to uh, to reach out because I want to learn like some. Uh, breathing exercises. I want to start there and then get into some yoga. So I am on Instagram. Um, my personal Instagram is Kaylee KP K A Y L E E K P, and then my photography uh, Instagram is PL Wonderland. And yeah, they can, I have my email and my website up there, and yeah. yeah, I'm down to teach some classes. I actually now that I'm settled. Um, I actually have, um, so I'm doing my photography. I still actually, I do my webcaming yeah. and I don't do it as much. I'm not really into the sexual side of it anymore. Um, that was a thing back in the day, but to be honest, there's so many fetishes out there nowadays <laughs> that you don't have to, you don't have to do that. It's crazy. And yeah. it's just, we were talking about this earlier, how when I started it in 2012, it was so like, oh my gosh. It was frowned upon. Yes. So yeah. frowned upon. And so now it's just so open yeah. and I'm just getting to the point where I'm older and no one pays my bills. Yeah. No one's doing that. Straight so, up, yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I, I get it how I get it yeah. and life's expensive and, you know, I respect myself. So I'm not that. 19 year old who hasn't dealt from the trauma right. anymore. I have boundaries. And if I don't want to do something, I'm not going to do it. Right. So I get on when I want to get on. If it's not sexual. Oh, well, if you don't want to pay for it, then there's a the next person. On. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> um, I do that. I do my photography. I teach yoga. I, now that I'm here, I'm going to be back in my private lessons. So I do private lessons at people's houses for the yoga yeah. and just that way they can get a, I can help them more. For sure. You know, and give them when you have a bigger class, attention. I can't give them that much attention. So right. um, I actually might start uh, a class uh, coming up here at a wedding venue. I can't say which one yet, nice. but it's uh, it's big right now. Yeah. So uh, we're in the works of that. Yeah. So I'm just excited to be back here and kind of. I'm excited to share my story a little bit. and Yeah, it's exciting. You know, glad you're back because honestly, like I just uh, we mentioned before this, and like I've told, you know, friends that, you know, own stuff in the area. This area is growing. You mm-hmm. know, there's definitely room, you know, for us to grow. And we we're in the positions now. We have to make this place entertaining. Yeah, we have to make people want to come here. We can't just sit here and complain and bitch about it being boring. Exactly. It's our job to make it. Uh, you know, m- more fun and entertaining. Yeah. So it's up to us, you know. Yeah, so, yeah. for sure. Well, thank you for coming on. You're yeah. welcome back anytime. You know, you're welcome to come back. Maybe we'll anytime. have a, a health episode. We can talk about. Yeah. No, you need to start. And- <laughs> you need to start a podcast. I know. I really want to. Maybe that's. Yeah. You should. Like I said, I got all the equipment. Yeah. Sitting at my apartment. Yeah. You need to start one. You know, just so. honestly, just hit record and just talk. You know? I have a lot of stories. Exactly. You yeah. know, I feel be... like we touched base on a lot of things today, but there are 
you a can go in A lot of things I depth. could go into depth of yeah. some situations. So For sure. For sure. Well, thank you. No problem. I hope no problem. everyone has a great day. <laughs> and breathe a little bit. Take a deep breath. Yeah, that's all it takes. And drink water. <laughs> drink water. Hey, the water tree in orange. My favorite water, alkaline Yo, water. Yo, shout out to them. So I sent them a message. I had an idea. I want to do like a... Uh, the show is it's going to be formally as of next week called Beer and Bullshit. I wanted to do like a forty ounce bottle, you know, but have their water in it and call it the forty ounce. Nice. <laughs> this yeah. water, I don't know what I would do without it. Without it, so. Yeah, water tree and orange. Go check them out if yep. you're in the area. Till next time, everybody. Peace. <laughs> <laughs>